Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me today, finally, is Ben. I see. I see. Throwing that, that subtlety in there, making it sound like my fault, when really, it's coronavirus's fault. Who would have known? Mm. Being home all the time gave me less time to do the podcast for a while there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it goes. How have you been? Tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just... I just took a nap for most of today. So Hell yeah. <laughs> I rolled that one out the other day. You know. I was just had like... I was feeling anxious, and I'm like, what if I just went to bed, though? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do, but maybe I don't want to be awake. Let's roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good one. I know I don't want to do what I should do, so... Yeah. Let's hide yeah. from the world. <laughs> In bed. And So, I, I was saving the... Uh, so before starting this this episode, I when when Hank mm-hmm. hit me up this morning, I I told him I needed like ten to twenty minutes, and I thought it would be a perfect story to start out with on on this episode, not related at all to what we're talking about, but you know a good story. So I usually start my day off with a a big old cup of coffee, just a a big mug of coffee, and. I was sitting on the couch, playing a little Animal Crossing, handheld, as you do. I got a little wooden tray next to me, big cup of coffee, still steaming, just on the tray. Got my phone next to me, just in case. Not really ever going to get a message, but, you know, just in case. I had managed to nick the cup with my elbow, just everywhere. Just, I hadn't even taken a sip yet. And just a tidal wave of coffee over my phone, like cascading over the ledge of the little wooden tray. Just on, it somehow got on like on top of the couch cushions. Like the, it was it was like a a wave hitting the 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 seawall, just crashing up onto everything, like onto me. And then when I stood up abruptly, as one does, I butterfingered my switch, just screened down onto the kitchen floor. So, yeah, it was a morning. It was a morning. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now I'm here. It's it's all good. Everything's fine. The phone was waterproof. The switch, I, I think the analog sticks broke, <laughs> broke the fall. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hopefully the couch doesn't stain, but we'll find mm-hmm. out. Probably well, it's probably yeah. Stains everywhere. I mean, eh. Anya's worried about it, but like, it's a couch. I put my ass there. <laughs> like, it's not at the point where you're like laying your head, and it's also coffee. It's not like someone threw up on it or something. And just tell people it's fart stains. It's fine. Oh, that's cursed. <laughs> 
Speaking of, yeah, there is the there is the segue. Speaking of cursed things, <laughs> I have some strong feelings about some of the stuff we're talking about, which mm-hmm. includes three films. So uh, there's a little kind of a a sleeper hit that I'm sure many of you don't know about. It's a little indie film called Parasite. Um, really flew under the radar. Mm-hmm. And you know we both watched Oscar it. for Best Picture. Yep. Yeah, right under everybody's noses. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I mean, of course, Hank watched it, and miraculously, I watched it. That was the the crazy part. And <laughs> after that, uh, Hank mentioned that there's uh, a few other films that we could that we could do up for a little a little podcast episode. So along with Parasite. Uh, we got Snowpiercer, which came, which is the earliest one, I believe, of these three, and mm-hmm. Shoplifters, which was 2018. Yeah. 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 And Snowpiercer was by the same director, right? It's, uh, what's his name from Parasite? And then Shoplifters yeah. had different Bong directors. Ho. Oh, Directed Snowpiercer. Okay. Yeah. And when I, did Snowpiercer come out in the US? Like 20... Um, 2013? Uh, maybe? The thing is, like, I know that movie, it didn't air in the US for a while. Yeah, I think it... It didn't come out to the US till like, 2014. Okay, because it had it, it had been finished a while and yeah, in it Korea was before uh, it came out here. Yeah, it looks like it was at like a select few film festivals in 2013, but then widespread yeah, shit yeah, yeah. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, where do you where do you want to start? Um. Hmm. I don't know where I want to start. We could start with Snowpiercer since that's the chronologically sure first yeah. movie, I guess. Um, I'll I mean I'll I'll start strong. It was not a great movie. <laughs> wow, I was not a fan. Huh? I think. No, go go on, go on. No, I like Snowpiercer. I'm not okay. as big a fan no, of it as some people. Some yeah. people fucking love it. Well, but wrong. I do, I do like that movie. Wow. <laughs> I was, I was watching it, and I I asked Anya if she wanted to watch it. She's like, no, I've seen it. And when I was done, I like came out, and like she also was not a fan. I I think I since finishing it. I, I've softened up a little bit on it, but immediately afterwards, I was like, well, that was bad. Like, <laughs> I just, some parts of it, I I think it's, I think it's mostly a case of, like, I find that concept really interesting, and it's in mm. that weird zone where, like, you know, when it comes to Star Wars, right, I'm gonna suspend all of the disbelief. Like, why is there sound in space? Who gives a fuck? It's cool. Like, that sort of thing. With this, I, I don't know. 
maybe because it was grittier and it i wanted it to be more like hard i wanted to know more about the 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 mechanisms of the the train and how this all works and how it happened and they get into it a little bit but not not into specific things and like yeah that that sort of deal i mean yeah the trade doesn't make sense yeah it's not trying to really. yeah yeah no of course but it just it didn't it didn't click with what i wanted from it look that guy puts that axe in that fish uh that's pretty good when they get to the train car that's just mass dudes with axes and they all bloody up their axes with fish blood. Okay, later, right. Okay. That dude slips on that fish. That's just a good scene. That's just a good scene of a movie. <laughs> yeah, Quality. no, it had, like... It had good shit. Um, like, I could see the appeal. I think... Uh, I think it's still, like, a solidly made film. I, I think maybe also just got off on the wrong foot. Like, I know that Parasite wasn't exactly subtle about its, like, uh, its no. message with classes and everything. But, like, uh -huh. this was, Snowpiercer was, like, beyond that. Like, it just, like, the first two lines of the movie, if that even, and you're just there immediately. And that was, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I think Snowpiercer is a, like, a cruder movie than Parasite. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Parasite's definitely more, like, it. you can tell it, it was made years later. You know, like yeah, yeah. Bong Joon has, like, refined his sensibilities. Even though I do think, I just think it's interesting that they're very different movies, but also similar. Like, mm -hmm. their structure is not that different i i see like i watched paris and i'm like okay i see like that this is from the guy who made snowpiercer this is better but i i see the yeah that sort of um structure there how did you feel but so... what you didn't like chris evans talking about how he knew babies tasted the best you weren't into that yeah that whole thing was <laughs> like incredibly meetable meetable scene yeah, that just, like, I don't know. See, I wanted more, uh, I don't I, I don't even know. If, if you wanted to have a poor, dirty section of the train, like, I, I, I don't know. I We don't know enough about how it started, like. If I, did they just like charge the train and get on, or did the dude uh, what Wilfred yeah. did he just like those let are, people on people... intentionally to have this ecosystem, mm. or it's, it's applied they they forced their way on at the beginning. That's the thing that's explicitly said in the movie. Why I don't think just... it's ever clear if like if because I mean I assume when they launched the train they didn't know it would break. Didn't know the, and that he wouldn't be able to get the parts probably. But again, it's a metaphor, so it's yeah, 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 not worth spending that much time but thinking I want about it. it. To be there. like, <laughs> I want the deets. That's fine. Um, 
how did you feel personally about the there's like that big reveal that was supposed to like they were all horrified about where the protein bars came from oh that it was all cockroaches yeah yeah that was whatever yeah that makes sense. Well, like they were, they were bugs or protein. Yeah, the dude was like acting horrified, and he's like, "We can't tell people about this." And you're like, the shots, you know, it's like cutting back to everybody just devouring the protein squares. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like me, I feel like I, as the viewer, am supposed to be disgusted, but like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like it's it's just bugs. It wasn't that. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I again like that's anyone who most people who finish that movie, they're not thinking about the bug part. They're thinking about the cannibalism part, I feel like. So No, I mean that was like Eh. It makes sense. Kinda checks out. Don't know why people didn't like, you know, why don't you just hack off your arm to begin with? Sometimes you gotta eat a baby, dude. Sometimes you gotta make a boat out of babies. Sometimes you gotta make a boat out of babies. Use their skin for the sail. Because it's the softest. Yeah, I yeah. think... I mean, when that when he first started talking about cannibalism, like... I don't know. I didn't care. Because at that point, it's not... Relevant. I mean, if, you, if you're not liking the movie, then... <laughs> well, I just... It didn't feel relevant. Like, it's not... It didn't feel like it was doing enough at that point. To me. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you wanted from the movie, so... I don't either. <laughs> which is a part of the problem. Yeah. I I do know what I wanted from the ending. And it was not that. I think... Look, man. <laughs> they go to that school. They hear the song. What happens if the engine fails? He's a die. A lot of those fun. A lot of those kids had trouble making W's with their hands to throw that one out there yeah they're children you couldn't make a w with your hand as a child i don't know <laughs> i'm just saying children like suck <laughs> like, I don't, well, okay there's no argument there don't, don't expect <laughs> i don't know um i Whatever. i i wanted the only thing with the with the ending was like I either wanted the the good people to live or just everybody to die, and instead we got like two people live temporarily. I for I don't know what the if there's like an official implication or anything, but there's no way they live, right? Like there's no way in hell that those the the two survivors, what's her name and Timmy, there's no way they live in that area. Why not? They see that polar bear. That polar bear lived. Okay, so... There's life somewhere. Yeah, but you also need to oh. then t- 
takes some of that again if you're you're thinking about the literal thing that happens after that movie you're kind of doing it wrong that's all i also say that's how i took it whatever the movie doesn't work literally why should i why should i be forced to care about it metaphorically you're not (laughs) no one's forcing you to care about the movie yeah, no, I know. And I'm not saying, like, uh, there's a polar bear. Like, it's possible they could live or they die. I don't know. No, it's, uh, it's That's it's not the story of the movie. No odds are there. So, I don't... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's... It's not, like, the, this should be the thrust of anything. It's just a thing you can think about. Yeah. Um, do you think he was right? Do you think uh, what's his name was right to uh, like literally derail the the whole thing? Sure, I don't know. In that moment where he is emotionally again, that's not I don't oh, know, that's not how I think about that kind of things. I think about it like how where this character is, what they've gone through. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. What is the thing they're gonna do? I don't. I don't really care about the like trying to define what my morality is on this silly science fiction premise. Yeah, it's not how I watch movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like as far. I was as... more thinking about how that end scene where he meets at Harris is like the end of the Matrix Reloaded, where Neo meets the architect. Yeah, that whole and thing... how I thought it was. That was it's, real good. It's like exactly that. I still like it. And a lot of other people liked it in Snowpiercer. And I'm just like, okay, but did you like The Architect? Because <laughs> this is the same thing. I liked it both times. Yeah, yeah. But. No, I. It's not, it's it not was, any different. That was probably my favorite part of the film. Was like that whole interaction when he was finally getting there. I mean, also because then we got some, like, we got the backstory. A bit. Mm-hmm. We got. We finally got some juice. Uh, and also just, uh, what's that dude? Like, what's the actor? Is it is it anyone relevant or, like, should I know Who? his name? Wilfred. Oh, Ed Harris. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Ed Harris has been in tons of stuff. That sounds right. He was ground control in Gravity. Wow. I didn't see his face. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah. In, uh, you know, Apollo 13. Have never seen it. He's in plenty. He's, I could just list Ed Harris movies, but um, he's in The Rock. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. If you don't recognize him, then I don't. I guess you haven't seen any of those movies. I so think I, I probably have. I just, you know, old white people all look alike, you know. Anyway, no, Is that Glenn Cleary, Glenn Ross. No. Nope. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the uh, the the engine thing was was good good times. Um. 
I mean the the general premise I still liked. Like the the idea of a train is is ridiculous, and obviously it's like the perfect place for a metaphor. You know, going from the ass to the to mm. the head. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I. I don't yeah, we know. can move on. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything more. <laughs> so, Bearshaw wasn't really the the the. I cared more about the other two movies. Uh, yeah, Snowpiercer is just. Uh, it's there, and if you didn't care about Snowpiercer, like there's less to talk about. Yeah, honestly. Um. So, I will say there was one part about shoplifters that was incredibly yeah. cursed. You cannot have that many people slurping noodles. <laughs> I did, you know, when we watched Promare and I literally had to turn up the volume like 10 times? Uh-huh. Did the opposite. I was sitting at zero uh-huh. for a while just doing subs. It was it was hellish. And it happened like 16 different times throughout the movie. Just <laughs> I couldn't fucking deal. It was so... Uh-huh. The sound mixing was too good. <laughs> I hated it. Yeah, this bother me. I like ASMR, but not food but. ASMR. Absolutely cursed. Aside from that, film was pretty good. Yeah. I think uh, coming out of it immediately, I was like perfectly neutral on it. Like maybe the most neutral I've ever felt on a film. And then like since then, like thinking on it, mulling it over, like I've, I've warmed up to it quite a bit. Um, I yeah. was entirely based on the wherever i saw like the short blurb about the the film i was expecting like a parasite twist and i saw it's gonna get murdered some dudes a crackhead's gonna come out and like slaughter half of the family and it's just gonna get messy and it never did and it was nice like it was just kind of a kind of a nice film overall i mean that's not that's yeah, a nice film. They bury grandma <laughs> under the house. I mean, nice is in and like there it turns wasn't out any... that they weren't a family. <laughs> the nice is in there wasn't like none a, of them were related. A thrill. Oh, you didn't. I, I figured none of them were related. Were we yeah. not supposed to know that? Well, you don't know that they're not related to the old woman at all. Hmm. You don't know that like how deep the grift goes until the end mm. basically okay like you learn more about the, how that they're all, they were all grifters yeah yeah that's like the whole thing no it was very it it uh hmm how do i want to how do i want to phrase this it's like the okay, I'm gonna phrase it poorly. It felt like the action was like entirely character based, like just yeah, characters being characters and developing and doing whatever, and that was real refreshing. Instead yeah, of what like, I, well, part what I really like about it is after their their world falls apart and you get those interview scenes at the end, like the movies both isn't like 
it never's like making them monsters or and it's never lifting them up. It's like yeah. trying to really show them as like flawed people that are struggling and do what can, but like they're <laughs> not, you know. Yeah. Doing the best. Um it just feels pretty honest about its subject material. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, no, it for sure. Um that's sort of like I also was expecting um again, like coming <laughs> coming from Parasite. And honestly, until like looking up the film afterwards, I thought the I thought it had uh the same director. No. I was... Yeah. Yeah. So I was like I don't know. I I get, apparently I was just expecting like a parasite light. <laughs> Or something. So I'm like, what are the rich people going to come in and be smarmy assholes or something? Nope. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. This is, like, the only connection is that it's another poor family and I saw it before I saw Parasite. So I had yeah, this movie yeah. in my head when I watched Parasite. Yeah. That you watch them in the opposite order, like, changes that whole relationship around anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. that's just that scene where they bury the old woman under the house is like burned into my brain. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. I guess I didn't find it like nearly as morbid. Cause you know, like, can't afford a funeral or a cremation or whatever necessarily, and then like. I guess, well, hmm. Now that I'm saying it, <laughs> I suppose the fact that, it's like, that part they of can't afford I, a Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just, I suppose it's more about that, like, they didn't want to stop getting the money. And that makes it a bit uh-huh. more morbid. Yes. Because yeah. they're not related to her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's just an old woman under their house now. Uh huh. Oh. It's not their house, also. Well, fuck, you know what I mean. The house uh-huh. in which they reside. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't take that. I mean, of course, it was there. I just like wasn't focusing on it. I guess you're like, yeah, oh, this cool. is a nice time with these people. Okay. Well, they're just like they were such a nice, happy family. They family were family of misfits. Uh huh. Shoplifters, you shoplift the child. Yeah, <laughs> shoplift twice. Children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the one like, uh, I mean, of course, that's like the not nice part when she like goes back. Made me sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I. <laughs> Like, as far as, um, oh, what? What's up? Nothing. Mm. Uh, just laughing at your react. <laughs> the way you reacted to this movie. How dare you? My reactions <laughs> to amused. this film are valid. Uh huh. I probably, you know what? I'm just gonna say that, uh, I. I interpreted it as being nicer than it is because I want something nice right now. 
you know? Okay. It's my perky outlook on life. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I thought it's because you haven't watched enough serious dramas where things are gray, but people aren't getting stabbed. I don't know. Um, I mean, that's probably not inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what films that would fall under. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I really thought the girl's parents were going to end up being like the rich assholes that become like the antagonists of the film. But I'm also glad that they didn't. Obviously, mm -hmm. it worked out well. Yeah. The antagonist is society. <laughs> <laughs> Was this ever like, did this, uh, did this show, did this film show in the U.S.? I mean, I watched it in the theater in the United States. So, yes, it was a pretty, <laughs> like, for, as an indie, like, for an independent foreign movie, like, it was a pretty big deal. Okay. It, you know, it wasn't Parasite. It didn't become, like, a huge smash. Yeah, yeah. But it was on plenty of year-end lists. So, it, yeah, like, it wasn't... It wasn't limited to, like, the biggest or whatever theaters in New York and I Los Angeles, was... but it it didn't make its way to, <laughs> to fucking central Wisconsin. I mean, I think it was nominated for Best Foreign Picture. Okay. In that year? Yeah. It was it was nominated for uh, Best Foreign Picture. What won that year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh, Roma won that year. Yeah, that makes sense. Why does that sound familiar? That was the Netflix Alfonso Cuarón black and white movie. Ah. Mm. Uh, um. Alfonso Cuarón, you know. No, the, not even a little. I know why it sounds familiar. Director though. of Gravity? You know Gravity, Ben? I know the, the Director film. of Gravity. I don't know anyone involved with it. I think Stephen Price did the soundtrack. Alfonso Cuaron, the director of Gravity. No, he's not and important. Children of Men. He's not important to the... And Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I mean, the only people I know who were involved <laughs> in that film are Sandra Bullock. Was it George Clooney? Is that... Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Um. For some and reason. And Ed Harris. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know why, but in my mind, it all goes back to gravity. I. D <laughs> for some reason, I always want to. Uh, I always want to call George Clooney Jeff Goldblum. That's weird. I. I, weird. I can't offer an explanation in the slightest. But yeah. Uh, uh. Sandra Bullock, George Clooney, and Stephen Price did the. To the soundtrack, so that's all I got for you. But the reason why Roma sounded familiar is because it sounds the name sounded close enough to a I believe mm, it was either a French film or a Finnish film that I saw as an option on an airplane but did not watch, but it sounded very interesting. <laughs> 
and I have not been able to find the name. And then when that showed up on Netflix, I was like, oh shit, is this it? And it was not. So I dipped. No. Yeah. Started with an R. You're going to say it's because it's because I've heard of Rome before. So. Nah. That's why it sounded familiar. Nah. I've heard of Rome. <laughs> you, th- you think so little of me? <laughs> Then I realized I wasn't thinking of a film. I was thinking of a city. Rome. No, video game. Rome Total War. Oh. No. I've only played Shogun Total War, so joke's on you. Oh, okay. Then I sold it. on me. Because I'm bad at RTS. Okay. I mean, those games are more about playing on PC and boosting it with your how good your video card is or whatever. Hmm. Because those games are dyna- dynamically generate the size of your army based on how like how good your computer is. So it's paid. It away. will use your resources to make the armies bigger if you have the settings up higher. Nice. So I've heard they're good for GeForce now, where you can just uh, someone else's good computer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crank it, but the giant armies, instead of like running it on a laptop and having like six dudes in your army, you have hundreds. <laughs> yeah, we're sieging this castle. It's our six guys versus <laughs> their eight guys. Be tactical. Yeah. Look, it's a metaphor. Each dude represents. Hundreds. A billion dudes. Like, like plenty of other video games. Like yeah. Civ. Yeah, yeah. Or Risk. Anyway. Yeah. So that brings us to 2019's Parasite. Parasite was a really good movie. Yeah. The, uh... I mean, the only... <laughs> The only issue watching it was nothing to do with the film, but rather that uh, Anya couldn't take it when it when it switched to thriller mode. There was a lot of there was a lot of eye covering and, and jumping. Mm. So she just couldn't handle the tension of them being beneath those people while they had sex. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> I mean, if this, yeah, I mean, that actually might have been where it started. If the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If the, uh, not tension, not stress, not anxiety, um, if the stakes, if the stakes get above like a three out of 10, and suddenly (laughs) we have a massive heart rate increase. Mm. (laughs) So I'm just watching, like, dude, calm down. Adi's just <laughs> freaking out next to me. Um, but no, we we both agreed that movie was fucking good. Um, and she was yeah, actually I I didn't look it up, but she was uh, she was wondering is the dude, is the like security dude, in Snowpiercer is that the dad in Parasite? No. No. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Oh no, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. 
I mean, that makes sense. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think he puts that guy in most of his movies. Either she was right and it's a good catch, or she's wrong and I get to call her a racist. So, I win either way. Song Kang Ho, yeah, I think he's in. I mean, he's just been in a lot of movies, but. Mm hmm. He's also in, so the f a movie we didn't talk about because I, did just didn't feel like it. Um, but the <laughs> the the title, Parasite, for this movie is a play on, uh, Bong Joon Ho's previous movie, The Host, which is okay. about a giant monster. <laughs> that one also sounds familiar. And Maybe then so then the the people, are you know parasites. That's mm -hmm. why it's parasite because now it's just about regular people. But also, he was in, he was in that movie too. Okay. Uh, what was I? What was I gonna say? Hank, um, where was I going I with know. my thought that I didn't voice I yet? So my favorite scene in Parasite is when. Their apartment is flooded with sewage, and the girl is sitting on the toilet as it's like exploding under her. She's checking her phone. Yeah, that is my favorite shot. It's pretty movie. good. It's yeah, so good. that's like, yes, Oscar winner. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I think of when I think of this movie winning the Oscar. It is her sitting on that exploding toilet. It that spews out shit. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. I I really liked the. Uh, the tone shift. Like, you know, you you have some laughs, and then like shit gets absolutely real, and it goes like mm -hmm. kind of zero to a hundred, and then just the. Uh, I like that it was a. I guess a, a duality, sort of. Like, both sides are parasites, kind of. Or either side, whichever you choose to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> I, I cannot remember a, a single name, as you do. But, uh... I think my favorite bit from it was the, uh... The chick doing the like psychological art therapy stuff or something and then it turns out that like the dark man in the corner or whatever was that dude that you know what I take it back that's my favorite shot is what's his name who was living in the basement and his eyes like above the <laughs> threshold of the stairs <laughs> fucking uh -huh. terrifying I also would be drawing pictures of a demon in the corner of all my artwork Fuck. <laughs> it's like awful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh. And then just like, I don't know, kind of that perfect, that perfect mentality that I'd actually, 
not con it's not like I was steeped in it, but especially when I was working at the factory and stuff, like I would bump into it where uh like in the movie when they uh when the family finds out that uh, the former housekeeper is keeping her husband there and she finds mm -hmm. out that they're all family and they're like scamming the, the rich people instead of just working together to scam the rich people and everybody wins, they like immediately are at each other's throats. Like, mm -hmm. and that, not that it that hit home is a bit too, too strong, but like, I've definitely encountered that where it's like, guys, what if instead of fighting each other, we fought the billionaires? Imagine. No, that's too hard. Yeah. So, crab bucket. It's a crab bucket. <laughs> yep. Paul would say, just all grab the nearest limb and you pull. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it rings true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for Yours. sure. I was, uh, and I mean, watching, I think my moment where I was like, my heart rate was the highest was when they were all drinking in the house and like having a party. Mm -hmm. Felt, it, it's a feeling I've not felt since uh, watching a movie since Wolf of Wall Street when everybody has a good thing going. And in this case, they start drinking and partying, which is like, you could just not do that, and you would be fine. Like, you were getting away with this whole bit. And at Wolf of Wall Street, I mean, the whole thing was, like, maybe if you just didn't do a fuckload of coke and other drugs, <laughs> like, you wouldn't have, though, the, the castle wouldn't have crumbled. But here we are. So I'm just, like, getting stressed, because as soon as they start drinking, like, you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So... Yes. I couldn't... I, I, I it's was a like, movie. So yeah. You know something's yeah. going to happen. Anyway. They could have sure. subverted my expectations. I don't know. Then nothing happened. It was boring movie. Something else could have happened, my dude. Yeah. Something always happens. I do think it's... That's not true. <laughs> I do think there it's... There are movies so... where nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I was going to say Phantom Thread, but that's... No, something definitely happened in that one. Well, yeah, but for a good chunk. Actually, that's on Netflix now, so I'm going to have Anya watch it. Pretty, oh, man. Pretty fucking excited. What a good um, movie. Uh, shit. Now what was I going to say? I was, <laughs> I was starting on something. Um, fuck. What were we just talking about? Let's back. Let's let's backtrack. Something happened. I don't know. Subverting nope. expectations. I'm going back. You can't stop me. They were drinking. Uh, there beep, was alcohol. Beep, beep. <laughs> Shit. Back um, the truck up. Yeah, it's I, it's gone. It's gone forever. Uh huh. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, you're, just, you're doomed. <laughs> that's gonna bother me. All day. That's fine. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I can't stop thinking about it. You take the reins for a while. <laughs> um, yeah. Parasite's good. I liked it. Uh, 
I'm just another as like a side thing that I liked. It feels like it was about time that a Korean movie got honored that, at the Oscars at all. Like they, they, they hadn't even had one uh, nominated. Really, uh, not even, not even nominated. And they've been no, and they're it's kind of terrible because there've been plenty of worthwhile Korean movies. Like mm. a couple of years ago, I had like. Three of my top ten movies were Korean movies. Nice. Um, but so it was just good. It was good to see one getting recognized there at all, and then for it to win was just like, yeah. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite movie that that last year, but it was certainly in my top five. A quick reminder: was what time. was your favorite movie again? Last year. Um, an elephant sitting still. Okay. Which is a four-hour right. uh, Chinese movie. Full Daniel X. Got it. Um, I remember what I was going to say. One of the one of my favorite things to come out of a Parasite winning, and like even without winning, gaining a, a fair bit of acclaim, is all of the fucking stupid people who are like, why isn't it English? And just like... I'm getting shut down. Like the tweet from Hulu that's like, maybe learn to read. <laughs> like, just, it's so good. Uh, and they fucking yeah. deserve it too. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I've watched subtitled movies since I was a little, a small child. So it's Dude, not a I, thing. I, I watch subtitled movies when it's English. That's also true. If people, like, <laughs> If they're talking with even if a I'm watching bit with of someone else, especially, so you oh, can talk yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, the I've been dealing with the inverse of that, and it's been it's been kind of a nightmare as far as like. Thankfully, it's mostly been movies that I've seen before, but been watching movies with um, Anya and her sister and her little brother, and his English is pretty damn good. Uh, mm-hmm. just because, like, steeped in the internet video games, like, talking to me and then learning it at school, but, like, not quite good enough to maybe fully get, like, everything that's thrown at you in The Matrix and then The Matrix sequels. So mm-hmm. we do English audio and Russian subtitles. Very loud group. <laughs> mm. So I'm just sitting, like, watching people's mouths moves move and on the bottom like just Russian subs going by just kind of like it's fine it's absolutely totally fine I've seen the matrix before like I don't I know uh, what's happening but I want to hear Mr. Andrew or uh, Agent Smith's speech about humans being a virus it's a good speech uh-huh. it's well delivered yeah. but that's cool we can talk about coronavirus again um <laughs> Yeah, no, like, subtitles on everything. I, I was just looking at, uh, at other, other films, but how, how do you pronounce his name? Bong Joon-ho? Yeah. Okay. Um, what, he did, uh, he did Okja, Okja? Okja, yeah. Okja. Is that actually good? I haven't... I never watched it. Okay. Because it's like... Aping... Uh... 
Steven Spielberg movies, which I've like sentimental stuff like E.T. or whatever. Hmm. And okay. I just don't have a stomach for that kind of movie anymore, so I never bothered. Really? Why not? Like, I mean, like, why don't you have the stomach for those type of movies? Just too... Oh, I just just think they're horseshit. Like, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Is the, that sentimentality like... in movies just not what I want. Mm-hmm. Wait, so it's like the... It's that side of things, or it's like that that plot, or do you think that that plot can't exist without it's the, sentimentality? The, I mean, it's the sentimentality. It's okay, not about okay. like what the plot is. It's about the way you're, the movie's trying to make you feel. Okay. Or whatever. So basically, if it's trying to make you feel the things that ET made you feel, it's a no go. Probably. I mean, like, obviously there are exceptions. I'm just, like, it's a particular kind of movie that I'm just sick of. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. I do, like, I... I don't know. Maybe I need to... You should, uh... (laughs) You should give a little hit list of, of some Korean movies to watch. That was actually something, uh, after finishing it, like, me and Ani were looking up some other films and stuff. And, yeah, like, seems like there's some decent ones to check out, so. And now's the time. Well, the problem would be, I don't know if... You could handle some of them, but uh, I'm an adult. Why are they slurping uh, the... noodles? <laughs> sure. Uh, Can't be that bad. There were there were a couple that I was actually planning on doing on future episodes anyway. Okay, like uh, the Handmaiden is one I really want to do episode on. And that's um, Park Chan-wook is, like, the big Korean director. He directed Old Boy also. Yeah, Old Boy was on my Netflix list for a long time, and then I took it off after uh-huh. researching it a bit. <laughs> but there's a scene in that movie where he eats an octopus, and it's mesmer- like just raw, like, live. That wouldn't bother me, honestly. It's pretty amazing. I think it was, isn't that movie, like, hyper-violent? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, but I don't know what's hyperviolent anymore. My my sense is all off. Okay, so <sighs> shit. What was the uh, what Look, there's a scene where he fights a group of people with a hammer. Oh, see, that's no good. I was even gonna like reference fighting. our our attack on a building <laughs> bit. Yeah, and uh, which one is which one was the? I think it was a Japanese the film. raid. The raid. Um, when the head dude, like that guy is on his knees and he goes over to his desk and I'm like, please don't pick up the hammer. And he picks up the hammer and I'm like, you picked up the hammer. I just like kind of turned away for a bit. Like maybe turn the volume down a little. I didn't, I just, yeah, I don't like hammers. They're, it somehow combines the fear of something stabby or cutty and the, Mm -hmm. the pain 
of something blunt. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Also, I want to do the handmaiden. I also want to do um, Stoker, which is actually an English language movie, but okay. he directed it. Um, and that one's kind of based on Hamlet. So I wanted to do uh, oh. an episode on movies that are like based on Shakespeare, but aren't like using Shakespeare scripts or anything. Mm. But are just and like are doing it in a different way, and that was okay. cool movies. And then maybe an episode about movies that do use Shakespeare scripts, and then we can watch Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I hate that movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm. I just, no, don't. I'm not gonna watch this. I don't like it. Yeah, that was a that was a rough couple of days in high school English class. A couple of days. I didn't do Romeo and Juliet in high school like three years in a row. That's <laughs> so sick. Oh, watching that film. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Specifically, I understand. Yeah, but but like doing that play for three years in a row was a little much. Yeah, in my opinion. That's rough. <laughs> that's rough times. And I'm fine with adaptations of Romeo and Juliet. Just you know, they have to be good. <laughs> to be worthwhile. I'm also more okay with things that just take the idea. And yeah, yeah. So Lion King. Not Romeo. Well, Lion King 2. There it is. Lion King 2. Got, gotcha. But also <laughs> most versions that I do don't make it a tragedy anymore. Well, that's because they're babies. Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, give us the... Uh... <laughs> Give us, like, an adaptation that's not, like, a super... Don't, you know, not not Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet. Not that level. But, like, you know, give us, like, a... How old were they? Like, 15 and 14? 14 and 13? Something like that? Netflix... I don't want a modern version with no. that actual script and those characters. No, not the, the actual... Not the, not the actual script. <laughs> but just you know, no, like where two stupid kids fall. That is like all YA fiction, and then that, kill themselves. At I don't the think end. you've seen. No, it has to end with well, a death. In the, yeah, well, it That's ends usually like with a tragic death. Like there's the one about the where the boy lives on Mars or whatever. Or there's like the one where the girl is like has a deadly illness and lives in the bubble world. What the fuck well, like, are you talking about? All YA about? fiction. It's like a whole genre of like one of these. It, it's all based on like the fault in our stars where the, the kids are dying oh. of diseases. Oh. But no. like it's a whole genre. No. Like plenty of movies like that. I'm not talking about that. I want like the straight it's up. It's basically like, what you're asking for though. It's I guess. It but I want it closer to the original. I guess closer to the original plot, but not necessarily the script. Right. Look, I just want to see mm. two infatuated teens. You just kill want someone to think someone else is dead and then kill themselves just because they think the other one's dead? Yes. But they have to be no older than 15. <laughs> this is weird. I want the original just... plot. Plot without the script. Do you? Probably. I mean, kind of. 
It'd be interesting to me. Is I haven't seen. I haven't. I haven't. I have not engaged with nearly as as many uh, Romeo and Juliet esque things or inspired things. I did do the Fault in Our Stars, and I could see where that was like kind of the new take on it. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's like a genre now. <laughs> like, what is it even called? I don't even watch those movies. I just see the trailers a bunch. Oh, they're like, movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are plenty of books too. Well, when you said when you but, said guy living on or like a boy living on Mars, a girl living in a bubble world, and I was like, I have, those I have movies. no fucking idea what you're talking about. And I assumed then that they would be movies. books. Okay. Nope. Those are movies. I mean, you got some titles like, for me. I don't remember. Damn. I don't remember. I mean, it will not be hard to look up. <laughs> I did. Just like every year there was one. And it was like the same movie getting made over and over again. Have I just not? I've, I've probably. Genre. I mean, you, you don't go to, to the this. movies as often as I do. I go to the movies. I would go to the movies a lot and I'd see okay. a lot of trailers. I like, I don't, but. I like to think my awareness of like what's no your awareness is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> gonna cry about that one later. It's going in the diary. No, I mean I... your your awareness is probably normal. Yeah, I still like to think I have an awareness. Maybe. Like okay, I mean clearly my... not of. Bad so, would you say, YA movies. Yeah. See, the reason why I generally assume that I would be aware of those is because, mm-hmm. and maybe that maybe it's just been long enough that it, it's changed now, but would you say that those kind of movies, whatever the fuck they are, would be the yeah. type that would probably come to central Wisconsin and do well? Because, like, Parasite, even, even as an Oscar winner, that shit didn't come to, to my town. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way. Way too many people can't read. But... A, I don't know about do well. But it might go there. there. Would like... Yeah, sure. They're wide-released movies. Yeah. So, like, for stuff like that, I would assume to have, like, at least but, be aware know. of. Even, like, normal wide-release movies don't stick around for, like... More than two weeks, generally, yeah, but, it feels like now, so. Yeah. If you're not, like, going to movies and seeing trailers, I don't know where you learn about it. TV. <laughs> and trailers. not going to movies that aren't just Star Wars. Excuse <laughs> like you. Big budget movies. I went to the Downton Abbey movie in English. Yeah. Fight me. Got him. No. I mean, you'll just get a different set of trailers. But again, the point is that, like, you see one movie. Then you'll see whatever those ten yeah. trailers they play before that one. Mm-hmm. But you won't see every trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. theaters yeah. or whatever. You're not... You're not you're not checking every week to see, like, literally what every movie that's playing that's out right now. So I don't even always... Like, I don't know what's play, what plays in Central Wisconsin. I don't have that that perspective. I have um, the perspective of, 
are these movies out in theaters? I could probably go see it then. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, no. Sometimes something's too obscure and it's like only playing at Draft House in Brooklyn or I'm not, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not bothering. But I think if I remember right for, uh, I mean, topical, but just to uh, another reference, I don't think King's Speech played in my area until it like like after it became popular then they shoved it in for like a week yeah. maybe mm-hmm. but it, it it did not start out i think they actually ended up doing like a reshowing way way after the fact i mean that's one of the big things but, with getting nominated for an oscar is then your movie gets yeah like a long a no longer run at other theaters and stuff mm-hmm. like that's pretty pretty common that makes sense yeah but for the most part like i mean it's the the perfect overlap of anything that will be popular with kids or like teens so yeah marvel is never going to stop obviously but that's never going to stop fucking anywhere um until now (laughs) everything stopped and uh you know you could go and see the latest superhero film the latest star wars film uh the latest like feel good generic family film and then god is not dead all this yeah. all this <laughs> and that one mm-hmm. stayed for like fucking months it was in for so long yeah. well that's that's its target audience uh, I, I don't know it's i should only <laughs> doing good sales out in bumfuck nowhere <laughs> Should check the archives, see if Book of Henry ever made it in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how well. Well, like, I've, I'm pretty sure you never got... Uh, if I was going for movies you never got, I would go for more of a, a Maximum Ride or a Wolves. Like, movies that fucking nobody saw. Like... Like, a thousand people saw that movie or so. Like, I'm not yeah. an insignificant percentage of the number <laughs> of people who spent money on that movie. Maximum Ride only had a handful? Oh, Maximum Ride, yeah. The bo- if you look up the box office on that movie. Because I see, I mean, based on name, I would have thought that would have been there because it's, like, popular young adult adaptation. Yeah, I mean, if it's... It's pretty. That movie came out pretty past that it was actually true. a popular book. That's fair, yeah. All right, box office mojo. Give me the. It made two thousand four hundred and sixty-two dollars by playing in ten theaters. Oh no! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> How much was your ticket? Oh, probably 15 or something. So between me and my friends seeing it. <laughs> yeah, just a ridiculous level. Like 1% of its total gross. Like fucking actually crazy. It made $4,000 218 worldwide. Yeah, you guys were like, you guys were like a full percent 
of that, oh, yeah. uh-huh. of that movie. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. How does no, it feel? Uh, How does it feel to be? Part it feels of such pretty an good. That movie is bad. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, Holy shit. And it's like. I thought that was, I guess, the, all the... I know you've talked Again, about... Again, when like you think about it like this, was, its average per theater was $246. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we were like... So, like, we were like a tenth of the people that saw it at a, a given theater. Hmm. That's unreal. Yeah, all all the times you talked about it, I guess I just assumed that it was like bad, but it was like I don't know, like airbender bad where it air where it was like everywhere but it just sucked. That sort of oh. deal. Damn. Wild. Well now I'm sad I missed out. No, that was I was like looking at the lowest grossing movies ever and like which one of these have I seen? Oh, Maximum Ride, I see. I mean, it's Maximum Ride in, like, Wolves, I think is the other one. I'm going to start hitting up Russian films. Then, uh, you know. Mm. Actually, I'm not. That would be terrible. Can't even keep the joke going for more than ten seconds. Oh, wow. Wolves actually did pretty well worldwide. It's just in the U.S. where it did fucking nothing. I've literally never heard of that film. What is, like, what's the... What's werewolf the... superhero movie. A werewolf superhero movie. And does it... Um... Yeah. Does it, like... Does it fall into the so bad it's good category, or is it just... Meh? It was just boring. Okay. That's sad. But um, it was written and directed by David Hayter, voice of Solid Snake. Oh, nice. And also the writer of X-Men 2. I feel like people don't remember how many superhero movies David Hayter <laughs> wrote. <laughs> but that was why I saw it, because it was written and directed by David Hayter. Okay. But yeah. Oh, he also wrote the script for the Watchmen movie. Mm. I mean, he wrote the first two X Men, the Scorpion King, Watchmen, and then he wrote and directed Wolves, and I guess some other yeah, you know, this is one of my full length theatrical written and directed movies. One of my uh, one of my top comments on Reddit is still informing people about Watchmen. That what ending. did you inform them about? Uh, someone mentioned something about the ending, and someone's mm. like, "Wasn't there like a change or something? Like, what did they do differently?" I'm like, "Well, <laughs> there were <laughs> squid mutant hybrids." Which were supposed to look like aliens that unites the planet against that. And in the film, they do nothing close to that at all. It's a big bomb. Yeah. Explosion. So, 
I was actually squids are hard. I was kind of <laughs> squids are hard. Um, I was kind of surprised. I really thought it was like me making that comment was going to turn into like a thousand angry comic book fans, like freaking out about me, like saying something mildly incorrect. Mm -hmm. But I crushed it. Uh, turns out there are more people on Reddit who hadn't read Watchmen. <laughs> Possibly true. Probably true. I mean, definitely true for the whole I site. mean, that you had time to even write that response means it was definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> but that, whatever comment that sat there long enough for you to write that means that the people weren't looking at it who read that comic probably yeah well someone the the post was someone just posted the uh the the picture from the or the scene from the comic where uh i can't remember who ends up being the antagonist it's on the tip of my tongue the what? ozymandias uh yeah, yeah 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 um his little thing like do it dan i'm not a republic serial villain I, oh, I yeah, did it 35 yeah. minutes ago. That that bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That bit, which I had heard of before I had read Watchmen. <laughs> From, like, comic book magazines listing famous moments in comics. Nice. Yeah. Seems like a... Seems like an episode. Yeah. So I personally like Shoplifters a little more than Parasite, but hmm. pretty close for me. But I like Shoplifters a little bit more. It was a little tighter. I think if I, I you know, I I think I might like Parasite more, but if I was if I'm thinking way off in the future, if I end up rewatching these, I think I would mm -hmm. probably rewatch Shoplifters before Parasite. Yeah, I mean, I still, I can't underestimate, or I can't understate, I can't overstate <laughs> how much I really dislike the noodle slurping, but I can, I can work past it. I really disliked it. It, bother, it actually bothered me. Uh, that's hilarious. I muscled through, though. Um, yeah. I mean, on the other hand, Parasite has the scene with, the fucking shit coming out of the toilet. So that's a ten out of ten movie, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a really good bit. Yeah. Um. We should do this again sometime. We should do like another podcast. Another episode. Ooh, yeah. You're asking a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh. Again. Oh. Email us, saltcirclepodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, saltcirclepod on Twitter. Well, saltcirclepodcast on iTunes or whatever. Apple Podcasts stuff. Spotify. Stitcher. Google Podcasts. And uh, we're on Twitter at saltcirclepod. And I'm on Twitter at salt... At, I'm on Twitter at comic panels. <laughs> yeah. I'm on Twitter at bean underscore... LP. 
when I have to say it off the top of my head instead of having a, it written on an index card like I used to, I'm more likely to screw up. I just yeah. say garbage. <laughs> At least you know what to say. This is the, <laughs> like me not knowing the the sign off information is like I don't know. I went out to my grandparents' cabin every single weekend in the summer. And even, like, outside mm-hmm. of the summer sometimes. Like, since I was a baby. Since I was born. That is probably one of the paths I've I've been down most in my life. And then when I learned to drive, I was like, what? where do I turn? <laughs> Fucking, like, 16 years. And I <laughs> no idea. None at all. Yeah. Autopilot yeah. is a thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Peace.